0: Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with on Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. We are headed back to school this week on Urban <laughs> Spelunking. A little early. Right, to our alma mater, yes. UW-Milwaukee. We both happen to, happen to go there as students. Yes, probably not at the same time. Probably yeah. not at the same time. Still. Uh, you know, 90s. You were there. I was yeah, there in the 80s the... and a little okay. bit into the 90s. All right. All right. So it's it's really funny that uh, we're we're exploring the UWM campus because uh, for me personally, Bobby, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but when I was a student at UWM, I went on a date uh, on the UWM campus. And the idea was that we were going to campus date. Yeah. Campus date. Yeah. yeah. The, the idea was that we were going to walk around campus and explore areas that we had never been and uh this was a date what, this was a date yeah when i told and i thought it was a great idea for a date but when i uh would you know tell people that we went on this date at uwm they're like that is the lamest date idea ever was there a second date there was actually oh, there, was, right. there, was, there was subsequent you, did you together. do the
1: marquette campus <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it's just uwm we were both students there <laughs> but anyway uh so it's just it just seems fitting that like years later you basically did the same thing though not on a date and here we are talking about it i
1: did think of bringing Bob some chocolates. Or flowers, <laughs> but I did not.
0: So you got an expert guided tour at the UWM campus going all around and checking out the buildings. Who is who is Bob? Who did you uh, talk Bob to? Bob
1: Greenstreet. He is the longstanding dean of uh, the architecture and urban planning school at UWM. So I decided when I wanted to kind of go back and see what had changed since I'd been there on a daily basis, but also to hear a bit about the history of the campus and some of the interesting buildings that were there when we were there together, I went to the guy who you'd go to, which is Bob Greenstreet.
0: Right? He's the guy. And it's interesting because the, the campus, it was like four different campuses at one time, and it has added these buildings over its life. So all the buildings are in these kind of mixed styles, and you, you find a real variety of architecture.
1: Yeah, Downer College was there, University School was there, there's a seminary there, there. So there were these like sort of separate but adjacent campuses that now we all sort of grew up knowing as UWM.
0: Yeah, so a grab bag of architecture, and a lot of new construction there too. What. What were some of the, the new things that have been added since your time there in the in the 90s?
1: There was a, a big addition to the Klotchi Center, which was mm-hmm. the sort of gym and athletic facility. So that was really interesting to see. Um, there is the the School of Architecture was there toward the tail end of when I was there. Um, but there's a new engineering building going up. Mm-hmm. And so there's quite a bit.
0: So a lot of really new shiny glass buildings and yes. uh, right alongside these really classic Gothic almost uh, buildings on campus, Chapman Hall, one of those right in the middle, beautiful, right? Yeah. So, what are some of your favorite buildings at the UW um, campus?
1: Like you, I spent a lot of time in uh, in Johnston Hall, yep, Journalism where Journalism Hall. was. Yep. Yes, but also adjacent to that was um, Merrill and Holton Hall, which was the mm-hmm. history place, and I mi- sort of minored in history, so I spent a you lot. You sort of minored in history. I don't know that I officially did. I, like <laughs> okay. we, you know, I don't know if it, this was like this when you were there, but you had to have a fo- uh, you had to have an area of specialization yeah and mine was history so i don't know that technically it's a minor but it was effectively a minor okay um so i spent a lot of time in those buildings in sabin hall back there i took some i took a weather class
0: i think sabin hall at least when i was there they had uh fresh cookies that were baked in the afternoon every day so you knew you were in sabin hall right yeah you could (laughs) i don't think it was sabin i don't remember the cookies
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i do remember that I, i was in a band in the 80s and we were always looking for interesting places to record and we would sneak our instruments into that big lecture hall in Sabin. Really? At night. And it sounded, and we would record in there and it sounded really good. I bet. How daring. Yeah. (laughs) We were living on the
0: edge. Right. And I mean, as you mentioned, um, really some beautiful buildings that really prominent Milwaukee architects designed. Eschweiler was responsible for uh, that trio of buildings. Yeah.
1: And the, the sort of long running Eschweiler business is responsible for a lot more on campus than I even realized. They did all of those buildings that we know of and think of as the Eschweiler buildings there on Hartford and Downer. Um, but they also did the one across the street that used to be the part of the seminary campus. They did the one Engelman Hall near the soccer field, which okay. used to be um, university schools building originally. They did that in the 60s. They did the really tall arts building, fine arts building. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, of course, Alexander Eschweiler was long gone by then, but uh, but the company still existed. And so actually the Eschweiler company did a lot. On the campus.
0: So, if you uh, if you had to pick out your favorite building on the campus, is it is it Johnston Hall?
1: Um. Yeah. Probably. I sort of wished that that those still had their kind of original vibe inside. You uh-huh. know, by the time we were there, they they had been sort of gutted and renovated inside. But yeah, I liked that sort of horseshoe of buildings, you know, Merrill and Johnston and Holton. And Merrill had that really nice auditorium in there. Yeah, I was that, gonna say, that, that is, was
0: going to say, that is my favorite building is, is Merrill. So the auditorium is, is no longer there. I think it's still there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like there. church-like, right?
1: Yeah, it is almost church-like. And what's interesting is when I was doing that story last year or earlier this year on places that uh, John Coltrane played, uh, one of the places that he was supposed to play in Milwaukee with Miles Davis in 59 was that room. Merrill Chicago Hall's
0: hall. lecture hall? In Merrill Hall, yeah. Wow not that crazy? So those are some of the most beautiful, uh, the shiny, new, and, and lovely buildings on campus. There are some others, though, that have been uh, panned by— Universally derided. Yeah, e- exactly. <laughs> there are some buildings that are less picturesque. We're going to talk more about that in the second half of this episode of Urban Spelunking. It's coming up. Keep it here. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we are back on the UWM campus walking around with, walking around. with uh, the, the dean of the architecture school.
1: Yeah, literally and figuratively, Bob Green Street.
0: So you must have got some some kind of inside looks at the campus. In fact, uh, you got to go backstage at the Zalazo Center, right? Which was
1: awesome, and I got to go in the tunnel. There's a tunnel there.
0: Like an which underground, a, tunnel? yeah. Or? There's like
1: a there's a tunnel that because there's no backstage, they have to get the uh the performers to and from the stage without having them walk through. Sure. The auditorium, you know. Yeah. Um. So there was a maintenance tunnel underneath that now connects to the backstage areas, which are not actually behind the stage.
0: I feel like you gotta you gotta like keep track of all the tunnels around Milwaukee that you visit. You need to make a checklist, right? <laughs> you need to turn <laughs> that into something, right? Well, of course, the Zelazo Center Performance Hall is just gorgeous. Yeah,
1: built as a synagogue and just gorgeous dome inside, if you have not been in to see that.
0: But not all the buildings on the UWM campus are as beautiful. In fact, there are some that are kind of widely criticized for their, uh, like, 70s hulking architecture.
1: Yeah, I sort of feel like, personally speaking, the, the best buildings on campus are the oldest ones and the newest ones. I feel like most of the new construction on campus has been pretty interesting stuff you know and there was that time i think in the 60s 70s maybe into the 80s where things were not looking so great (laughs) and in fact
0: (laughs) it's funny because the uh uh your tour guide actually said that the 70s generally speaking was not a very good time not
1: a good time and what's interesting (laughs) is that he um his the built one of the buildings he seems to like the least on campus is the union the Um, union yeah which you know we, we talked a little bit about this off the air but um I always sort of felt like walking into the union, like on Kenwood. That should have been sort of your grand entrance. That's like a yeah. that's like the front door to the campus, isn't it? And it's somewhere you that know? all the students go. Right, but you have to walk under this like super low overhang. Sort of like you're some like an animal burrowing <laughs> into, the, <laughs> into the ground. You know what
0: it reminds me of? Have you, have you seen the the show Stranger Things on Netflix? I have not. No. So in there's like this like. Uh, kind of evil building where like uh the underground uh government sponsored experimentation happens and it's it's always shown on these like overhead shots this huge concrete building it's the union yeah it kind of looks like (laughs) the union with one of those like uh you know huge things that you got to walk under this big concrete uh like slab yeah so it's kind of menacing and you know going to uwm i always felt just kind of a, a an off energy from the union and i just always thought it was just you know it's old architecture but it kind of shows you how you know architecture really influences how people feel when they interact with. oh people. yeah, yeah. And
1: i mean i think you know i think when you walk through that entrance you come into the to that big area that's like three stories tall and then that feels sort yeah of nice that, that that that's a big feeling the opening into that walking into that big open space but but man, I just feel like you tunneled your way to get in there, which just doesn't seem like the public face you want.
0: Well, even with its uh, architectural warts, I still love the union. It's a, uh, you know, somewhere that that I'm always going to remember going. I saw great campus. bands in there. That's right. Yeah. And they have uh, a lot of good stuff there for students. Um,
1: but what I also thought was interesting was that a building that I feel like personally, everyone I've ever spoken to about Curtain Hall has Curtin said Hall. that they hate Curtain Hall. And everyone cur- and Curtin except Hall. for one person, Bob Greenstreet. <laughs> really? Yeah, he said. He, I mean, he admits that like it's sort of a disaster that you. It's got no good. Again, not a very good main entrance, and inside it's a disaster the way it's laid out. But he he said he likes the profile of it, and he sort of likes the way it looks on the on the skyline. What I thought was interesting too is that all of the buildings that that he and I sort of agreed were not the most attractive tended to be the tallest ones. Hmm. You know, the the dorms curtain, which we agreed to disagree on. Um, <laughs> You know the chemistry building on the far and the physics building on the far sort of west end yes. of campus there. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what about the EMS building? The yes, same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, all of those over there. You know,
0: I remember going that, to a to a math class over there and just being so bummed out about my walk because I wasn't a big math student, but that building kind of had that that feel. But yeah,
1: but what's disappointing is that those are all the buildings you can see from a distance. Yeah, like when you see UWM from far away, if you're like in another building somewhere, or you're you know up high those are the buildings you can see
0: well there's lots of beautiful buildings too as we mentioned um, The Chapman Hall mm-hmm. Merrill and the new construction is really nice as well yes great <laughs> <laughs> in conclusion
1: a mix of beauty
0: and hideousness Well, of course, lots of really great pictures that accompany your tour of UW-Milwaukee, including some behind-the-scenes pictures as well. So make sure you check that out, the pictures right on this page. Urban Spelunking on 88.9 is produced by Tyrone Miller, handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee, and, of course, your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast and all the other podcasts that 88.9 produces at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzilo. Thanks.